welcome to day 94 of Shaped by the Word. Uh, we're in our third season, and uh, we're in the book of Isaiah. And uh, if you're just kind of catching up and you catch yourself, you know, joining us, you know, here, you know, today, uh, you need to go back, you know, to chapter, you know, 40 and read those last few verses where God promises those who put their hope in Him that He will renew their strength and they will soar with wings like eagles. And then you need to see, you know, the first part of, you know, chapter 42, where it talks about we get our first vision of the anointed one of God who will bring justice. And we talked yesterday that justice is, is, is putting the world right or putting the world in the way that, you know, God envisioned it to be. It's not just equity, uh, but it is everyone enjoying the richness and the beauty you know, of God's grace and where we generously, you know, put our arms around those who have not been included and bring them in so that they can rejoice in the Lord. And so we read that first, you know, servant song, you know, in 42, you know, one through nine. And of course, the obvious response to the servant song is, is to just rejoice in who God is. And that's exactly what happens. And we pick up, you know, in uh, uh, verse 10. So here we are in, in verse 10, and before we read, I you know, feel like I say this you know, repeatedly. I, we, we just treasure this moment. Mm-hmm. It is a, a wonderful, wonderful retreat in the day you know, to come into the presence of the Lord and be quiet before Him and to know that He has promised that every time you know, that we do this, that He will meet us, and then He'll do His work in us. So we come to Scripture expectantly, uh, we come to Scripture rejoicing that we have this wonderful gift, but not only a wonderful gift, that we have a spirit that works through it in, in order to bring about God's purposes in our life. So that's what we deeply long for. So before we read, we, we just pause, offer ourselves, offer this moment to the Lord, trusting Him by His grace to fulfill His promises through His Word. So Cindy, do you mind you know, lifting us up in yeah. prayer? Father, we do thank you for this moment, this time in your word. And our prayer would just be, Father, that as we read um, these words on these pages, Father, that you would open um, our hearts, our eyes to the wonder that is there, that you would teach us, that you would cause us, Father, to be convicted convicted of sin, that, Father, we would um, certainly mourn that as well, but that we would also rejoice because, Father, you have provided the ultimate gift and sacrifice in your son, Jesus. So, Father, give us all that we need as we spend time in your word and and teach us by your spirit. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Psalm 42, picking up in verse uh, verse 10. And I just lost my place. Here we are. Psalm 42, verse 10. Sing to the Lord a new song. This praise from the ends of the earth. You who go down to the sea and all that is in it, you islands and all who live in them, let the wilderness and its towns raise their voice. Let the settlements where Keter lives rejoice. Let the people of Selah sing for joy. Let them shout from the mountaintops. Let them give glory to the Lord and proclaim his praise in the islands. The Lord will march out like a champion, like a warrior. He will stir up his zeal. With a shout, he will raise the battle cry and will triumph over his enemies. For a long time, I've kept silent, have been quiet and held back my held myself back but now like a woman in childbirth i cry out i gasp and pant i will lay waste to the mountains and the hills and dry up all their vegetation i will turn rivers into islands and dry up the pools i'll lead the blind by ways they have not known along unfamiliar paths i will guide them i'll turn the darkness into the light before them will make the rough places smooth these are the things i will do i will not forsake them 
those who trust in idols who say to images, you are our God, will be turned back in utter shame. Hear you deaf, look you blind and see, who is blind but my servant, and who is deaf like my messenger I send, who is blind like the one in covenant with me, blind like the servant of the Lord. You've seen many things, but you pay no attention. Your ears are open, but you do not listen. It pleases the Lord for the sake of his righteousness to make his law great and glorious. But this is a people plundered and looted, all of them trapped in pits or hidden away in prisons. They've become plunder with no one to rescue them. They've been made loot with no one to say, send them back. Which of you will listen to this or pay close attention in time to come? Who handed Jacob over to become loot and Israel uh, to be plundered? Was it not the Lord against whom you have sinned? For they would not follow his ways. They did not obey his laws. So he poured out on them his burning uh, anger, the violence of war. It enveloped them in flames, yet they did not understand. It consumed them, but they did not take it to heart. And when we come to this uh, picture, we, uh, we, we get these contrasting images you know, of God that are uh, you know, really subtle, yeah, and you have to notice the switch, you know, between you know between the two. So when we have you know the servant of the Lord who is is gentle and lowly, you know, a bruised reed, he will not you know break, or a smoldering wick, he will not snuff out in his gentleness. He revives everything that is broken and everything that is lowly. In this particular image, you you see you see just the opposite of you see, you know, the the Lord wreaking havoc. And you see him in his power and in his judgment. And in one sense, you see him drying up, you know, very fertile lands. And in another sense, you see him bringing, you know, flourishing to lands that have further been dried. And so you see the great reversal, you know, in the judgment of the Lord. This is what Mary was speaking of. He said, you topple rulers from the thrones and you send, you know, those who are rich away hungry, but give good things to the poor. And you see this, you know, sense of to the humble God reveals himself as one who is gentle and lowly and humble to the proud. He reveals himself as one who is mighty like iron and cannot you know, be resisted. So we have both of these images working side by side in these passages, and we move back and forth you know, between them. And you ask yourself the question, you know, who is he, a gentle savior or a great warrior? And the answer is, yes, he is. And uh, that's you know, how we encounter it. And, and part of how we encounter him is how we approach him when we approach him in pride and arrogance he will prove himself yeah he will prove himself strong and mighty and uh, with no resistance whatsoever i mean with nothing we can resist whatsoever and even over the last few days of we as we've been reading isaiah you know yeah it does end with the, the smoldering and it's an intense ending at the end of mm-hmm. 42 but even at the beginning i you know, we, we've been hearing kind of these, this good news that's been spoken of numerous times. He's going to open the eyes of the blind, make things right. And so what's the response? Well, sing to the Lord a new song. And um, just thinking about my own life, even in light of that, I think it's kind of Christmas time. So I'm often just a Scrooge and I'm just not like <laughs> singing is like invokes that there's a happiness in, in your heart. There's something, you know, our little Ella, she's six, but. She'll just skip down the hall, sing, yeah. and she's just a happy kid. And well, why? Because she feels mm-hmm. safe and protected, and her she knows it's going to be okay. And and man, that's what the gospel does in my heart when I 
but I often don't give it the time to do that to where my heart can sing and can rejoice no. and can offer a new song because I'm just beat down or worried about whatever and I got to let the gospel come in and, and do that work to cause gospel rejoicing, which yeah. I think we're all lack. No, it's a, you know, we've, you know, one thing I've observed with our grand you know, kids and our kids even before them is we come into the world singing, uh, but, uh, you know, life tends to take away our song. And of course, the grace that you know God has, has has brought you know through you know the servant of the Lord is something that gives back that song and gives back that joy. And of course, you you pointed out so well, you know the comfort and the peace and the safety that we find in Him. We're no longer trusting in idols or trusting in our wealth or trusting, mm-hmm. you know, or holding our breath. You know, the the tides of you know culture around us will sweep over us and not harm us. We are, we, we feel secure in him. And, of course, we're reminded of what the psalmist said, even though the mountains are dissolved and fall into the sea, you are still God. And mm-hmm. uh, it's that you know, kind of confidence that you have in him. And that's where you have, you know, for my people who are humble before me, you know, they'll be flourishing, you know, of every kind. For those who have been their enemies and have resisted them and resisted me, you're going to find, you know, this hard edge. And you're going to find I dry up every image that you've trusted in of your flourishing, and you find you know your uh, you know mm-hmm. your rivers or pools, and uh, your uh, fertile lands become deserts, and just the opposite is true for those who trust in the Lord. Powerful images of of flourishing because mm-hmm. we've we've trusted in Him. And I realize we are kind of talking about two images or two servants. Um, I guess the first servant being the nation of Israel, and the second Jesus, but. Um, in verse 18, where it talks about the first servant, hear you deaf, look you blind and see, who is blind but my servant and deaf like the mass messenger I send. I mean, we just covered the fact that the second servant was opening the eyes of the blind, and we have this first one that is just so inadequate. He is the blind, or, you know, they are the blind, they are the deaf, and just another contrasting picture now of there's the, no the doubt. two servants. And it's a very tragic picture, because in this picture, those who uh, ought to see right. if those you know he talks about have you know, given this glorious you know, and great law you know I've revealed myself to them in my mighty acts and I've mm-hmm. invited them into covenant with me I've given them a way of life you know mm-hmm. for their flourishing and for you know my glory and for you know for the witness to you know, to the nations and, and and yet you know nobody has turned out to be as blind as they are mm-hmm. they've had more opportunities to see but haven't seen more opportunities to hear but haven't heard and and you know and sadly this sometimes does reflect you know the people of god we we've had so many opportunities and yet we are so blind mm-hmm. you know to the heart of the gospel and what god is doing and who he is we there's not much difference between us and everyone else mm-hmm. i mean we we kind of look alike we act alike we're going after the same things the same things are important to us in life but it is far more shameful for us than for for them mm-hmm. the greater sin is the idolatries within the people of god not the idolatries outside mm-hmm. and then of course those of us on the inside are you know, really sharp to criticize those on the outside and we need to turn our gaze inward and mm-hmm. realize nobody's blind like us Mm-hmm. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are the one that opens eyes and mm-hmm. help us not to be so arrogant, you know, not to think that that you know that's for someone else and not for us. Uh, we do pray, as Paul prayed, uh, that you would open the eyes of our heart, that we may see the height and the depth and the breadth and the length 
uh, of the love that you have for us in Christ Jesus, together with all the saints, that we would know that love. And uh, Father, we thank you for your your patience with us, and we thank you for uh, in a Paul's in a simple little chorus. It's it's your kindness that leads us to repentance, and we thank you for your gentleness. But we also thank you that you prove yourself strong when we strongly oppose you. We thank you in your grace. You've met us exactly where we need to be met. Amen. Amen.